Christmas and thank you for your steadfast dedication to our Lord Jesus Christ. In this celebration of our Lord's birth, Pastor Lau and Pastor Da would like to welcome you to the following Christmas message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's teaching that will change your life with love, joy, and peace in Jesus. And now, Pastor Lau. This week and next Sunday, I would like to talk about a very important subject that related to the coming, the first coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Actually, it's a very simple message, but it's good to be reminded. I learned one thing about Christian walk is that if I don't know the truth, I can be destroyed. The Bible says, that my people will be destroyed due to the lack of knowledge. And that's why you join the church and you learn the truth and you listen to sermon, you try to understand what belongs to you and what you should do and what you should not do. I would be in trouble if I don't know the law of this country. If I don't know that I need to pay taxes, I need to drive 35 miles per hour on the road that has a label 35 miles per hour. If I drive too fast, I can get into trouble. I need to know the rule and the law and the things around me. The same thing in the spiritual life, we need to know what God says. And sometimes when we know, it doesn't mean that we get it until that knowledge or that truth become the reality in our heart. Because we cannot obtain anything from God without faith. So you know, not up here only, but the truth shall go into your heart. And you build your faith in your heart. And I notice that even the subject of healing itself, the subject of healing, every year that has gone by when I study about healing, my faith in healing has grown more and more inside my heart. So I can see more healing in my own life and in my ministry because my faith in that subject of healing has grown. So our church teaches different subjects so that you can grow in those areas. Don't just listen to the sermon as just a head knowledge. Just decorate your brain. Sometimes some people love deep teaching. Just so detailed how long the Noah ark is. How many feet. All this detail. Thank God for the detail. And I'm not against it. But not just only the detail of what you know here. But you need to build your faith. We study the Bible to know God and to build faith. And to know how to walk with the Lord. Let me start by reading the book of Galatians chapter 3, verses 13 to 14. Galatians chapter 3, 13 to 14. When we talk about Christmas, we always think about the baby Jesus in the manger. But actually, Jesus did not stay baby forever. He grew up, and while he was walking on earth, he showed who God is. I, myself, was a Buddhist, and I came to know Jehovah, my God, by reading the four gospel. When I saw the life of Jesus Christ, I understand who God is. Not only that, he showed us such a great example. When I was a young man, I liked to watch all the movie stars, and I liked the, the way they dress. I liked to follow all these movie stars. They were boot. They have a big belt in that generation in the 60s, 70s. So I wear the big belt too. I like to follow Jimi Hendrix and the cream. I used to be drummer. So I watch all this drummer, the Lesiplin, Jimi Hendrix, all this. I mean, people of the same age, you know what I'm talking about. Big belt here and big belt. <laughs> so I tried to follow all these people because they were my celebrity. 
But now I tell you, the celebrity in my heart is the Lord Jesus Christ only. I want to follow His example. I want to walk like Jesus. He's the best example to me. And not only that, He showed God. He set a good example to me so that I have somebody to follow. But He did something powerfully. That is to save me. He saved me. Galatians chapter 3 verses 13 to 14 talk about Jesus Christ. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, curse is everyone who hangs on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Apostle Paul wrote this scripture that Jesus, 2,000 years ago, he did not stay baby. He grew up and he preached the gospel. And one day, he went to the cross. He was nailed to the cross. And on that cross, Paul described that he became a curse for us. Or in another word, he took the curse of mankind onto his body. Why did he mention that? Because Deuteronomy chapter 21 verse 23 talk about the curse. When a man is hung on the tree, he is cursed. In Deuteronomy 21:23, the last sentence says, For he who is hanged is a curse of God. The Bible talks about curse and blessing. How many people want the blessing? I want the blessing. I don't want the curse. Deuteronomy chapter 28 talks about the blessing of obedience. When you obey God, you get all kinds of blessing. That's why I decided to live a life of obedience to the Lord. Because I want the blessing from God. I love myself. And I love my family. And I love my church. So I want the blessing to flow into me, into my family, into the church. I want to live a life of obedience to the Lord. But at the same time, the Bible talks about the curse of rebellion. The curse of breaking the law. There are three periods of time in the Bible. Before the law, the law, and after the law. We are living in the time of after the law. But the law is holy, right, and good. So the law of God has never been wiped out. still there. So even though we are living past the law now, we are living in the time of grace, we still need to respect the law of God. And when we don't follow the law of God, then the curse would come. I give you an example of the curse that happened in human's life. Humiliation. Humiliation. Barrenness. Unfruitfulness. Mental and physical Sickness, family breakdown, poverty, defeat, oppression, failure, and God's disfavor. I myself had experienced these curses in my life. If you notice that all these words apply to you, it's like a shadow of darkness over your life. You try to follow God. You try to walk into the blessing of God. But this kind of thing shadow you all the time. I want to tell you right now, you need to come out from that curse. The curse follows people from generation to generation to the third and fourth generation. But the good news of Christmas is Jesus came 2,000 years ago to take the curse from you. The curse of rebellion. You know that anytime you rebel against God, you will get evil consequences. That evil consequences composed of death, failure, cursing, sickness, poverty, all these things happen in society because people rebel against God or do not want to obey God. This is a serious thing. I want you to listen to this carefully. This is very serious. But by the love and the grace of God, 
Jesus came 2,000 years ago, and he took all kind of curses from you. Think about this. Jesus, 2,000 years ago, he was rejected by his own countrymen. 2,000 years ago, he was betrayed by his own disciple. His disciple abandoned him, except a few came back at the bottom of the cross. He was suspended on the cross between the sky and the ground. And on his body, there were so many wounds, painful wounds, because they tied him on the whipping post and they whipped him many times. His back was cut, many wounds, and that back is on the wood on the cross, bleeding and bleeding and bleeding. He suffered for us. The earth rejected him, and the heaven did not respond to his prayer. The heavenly father turned his face away from Jesus at that moment because his soul was so weighed down by the sin of all mankind. The curse of all mankind came upon him. The sun withdrew its light and the whole area became dark at that moment. His blood was flowing out of his body into the stony and dusty ground. Darkness is everywhere at that moment when he was on the cross. And finally, he said, it is finished. The word it is finished in the Greek language is a perfect tense, which means it is completely complete. It is perfectly perfect. He did the job. His job was done. I tell you, the reason I am Pastor Da served God all these years, no matter what happened, we still come to church, we travel, we preach the gospel, we record teachings, we make one room in our house to be a studio, to record teaching, to bless people in the world, in Chinese, in Japanese, even though we don't have even a church in Japan. But we still produce because we have people here who can speak Japanese. We produce teaching in Mandarin language and put it out in the YouTube for people to listen to the good teaching. We travel, we lack sleep. I tell you the reason why. Because I appreciate what Jesus did for me. He suffered for me. He died for me. I cannot say no to him. I want to say thank to him, not just only with my word, but my action and my whole being. I love Jesus so much because he loved me first, because he suffered for me. Last night when I was standing outside in the rain to sing caroling, my tear came out during singing. Still, 38, 39 years have gone by of being a believer. I'm not a new believer anymore. Sometimes, you know, when a new believer is kind of first love, you feel like, ooh, I'm so glad to know Jesus. You get excited. But 39 years gone by, I still have that first love. I still cry when I think about Jesus. When I sing Christmas song, I think, God, you love me. You send your son to die for me. And I cry last night. I was so overwhelmed by the love of God. He paid the price for me. Every evil consequences of my life put onto his body so that all the blessing, all the good that is due to him or he deserved it because he obeyed the Father would come upon me and into my life. The great exchange happened. 
And Jesus bought that blessing for me by his sacrifice. And that's why I love him so much. I want to serve him and live for him all the days of my life. I'm eager to follow him. And I want to receive everything that he did for me on the cross. When he said, it is finished. Everything that God the Heavenly Father wants to give to mankind. Good health, blessing, strength, prosperity, forgiveness, eternal life, super abundant life, protection. All can come to me through Jesus Christ. But there is a barrier that people cannot get into the blessing that God gave to us. In Mark chapter 1, Jesus said, If you want to see the kingdom, you need to believe. Everyone say believe. believe. The good news and repent. So one of the blockage or the hindrance that you cannot receive what Jesus paid for you at the cross is your sin. In order to receive the blessing from God, the prosperity, the protection, all these things from God, you need to repent. And you need to ask God for, for the forgiveness of your sin. First John 1 John 1.9 First John 1.9 say, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So first of all, you have to get rid of this hindrance, the sin. You need to say, I'm sorry, I need your help. I'm going to repent of my sin and ask you for forgiveness. And after that, after you repent, why so many Christians don't get the blessing? They say they have faith. I claim it. I claim, I claim. But they don't get the blessing because they missed the first one. Confession and repentance. And after you repent and confess, then the next step, you need to reach out to God by faith. In this teaching, I would like to talk about how to get all what God has given to you. And there is one word in English that we say all the time. I, I like to avoid that word for the non-believers to hear because they don't understand. That word in English is a grand, all-inclusive word in the Bible. The word is salvation. Jesus died on the cross, suffered to give us salvation. What is salvation? The word salvation in the Greek language is zozo, S-O-Z-O. The word zozo is recorded in the New Testament more than 100 times. What does it mean from the Greek language? It means to save, to keep safe and sound, to rescue from danger, or destruction, or from injury or peril. To save a suffering one, one suffering from disease, to make well, to heal, to restore to health, to preserve one who is in danger of destruction, to save or rescue, to deliver from the penalties of the messianic judgment, when you break the law of God, you get judgment. Salvation means to save you out of the judgment from God. To save from the evils which obstruct the reception of the messianic deliverance. The word zozo is not just forgiveness of sin and you go to heaven. It's more than just forgiveness of sin. When I first became a new believer in Thailand... All the thing I know from the missionary is, oh, my sins are forgiven. Oh, now I don't have to go to hell. I'm going to go to heaven after I die. That's all I knew at that time. I did not understand about healing. I did not understand about deliverance. I did not understand about prosperity, protection from God. The only thing I know, I'm not going to hell. I am 
going to heaven because my sins are forgiven. That's all I know. But now I study the Bible, and I find out that the word salvation is more than just forgiveness of sin. Matthew, I'm going to read scripture here. Matthew nine twenty one to twenty two. The word so-so is used in these scriptures. For she said to herself, "I only may touch his garment; I shall be made well." So-so. But Jesus turned around when he saw her. He said, "Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith." Everyone say faith. Jesus is the way to give healing to her, but she need to approach Jesus by faith. Has made you well, Zoso, and the woman was Zoso made well from that hour. So Zoso include physical healing. Matthew fourteen thirty six, and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment, and as many as touch it were made perfectly well. When I go to mission trips, sometime. People who know this scripture like to run to me and want just to touch my coat a little bit here and there because they believe the anointing is on me. They did it by faith, though. They did not worship me as God. They just believe the anointing is on this man, so they just want to touch me, come behind me and touch my back like this. They believe in the touching, in the transferring of anointing. Made perfectly well is Zoso. Mark chapter five twenty three and begged him earnestly, saying, "My little daughter lies at the point of death. This is a fatal disease. Come and lay your hands. If you don't believe in the laying on of hand, I'm sorry. Jesus has a touching ministry. He lay hand all the times on her that she may be zozo healed, and she will live. Salvation includes." Healing from fatal disease, any cancer, any sickness. Mark five twenty eight. For she said, "If only I may touch his cloth, I shall be also made well." Are you glad that salvation includes healing? So every time you get sick, you can claim and believe, "I am healed by the stripe of Jesus Christ." Mark chapter five verse thirty four, and he said to her daughter, "Your faith again, your faith has made you well. Thought so, go in peace and be healed of your afflictions." Many of you wonder why Pastor Lau read a lot of scripture in the sermon. If you notice my way of preaching, I read many scriptures. You know why? Because I want you to have faith. And faith comes by hearing, and hearing of the word of God. You need to hear the word of God. Mark chapter six, verse fifty-six. Wherever he entered into villages, cities, or in the country, they laid the sick in the marketplaces and begged him that they might just touch the hem of his garment. The anointing is on him. The anointing can flow through a few things. I thought about this long time ago. The anointing can flow through the hand, flow through the cloth, like handkerchief that Paul used. Handkerchief, he lay hand on the handkerchief, send the handkerchief to another city, and the anointing is on the handkerchief. Also, the anointing can pass through association. You hang around with somebody in close proximity, in relationship, that anointing can flow into you. That's why. Most pastor that relate to our church has the anointing to move in the fire of God and move in casting out demon. Actually, I just got the movie from Virginia. Our pastor in Virginia cast demon out from a brand new believer who used to be a medium of a big god in Thailand, small G though, small G. And she sent me the movie that she lay hand on this lady, and the demon come out of her in that movie. So she said, "Could you please pray for me for protection, because I'm dealing with this big, big, powerful evil spirit of Thailand." 
even this simple lady can cast demon out because of the anointing of the ministry flow into her. It's through association, through cloth, through laying on of hand, through being in proximity. Mark chapter 10, verse 52. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way. Your faith has so-so you, made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Again, so-so, about 110 times in the New Testament. Luke chapter 8, verse 48. And he said to her daughter, Be of good cheer. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. So-so. Acts chapter 4 verse 9, if we this day are judged for a good deed done to the, a helpless man, by what means he has been made well? The book of Acts used also made well. Acts chapter 14 verse 9, this man heard Paul speaking, Paul observing him intently and seeing that he had faith. Everyone say faith. How you get so-so from God? Faith. You need to know the Bible and that knowledge you have mixed with your faith in the heart and you receive so-so, be healed by faith. James chapter 5 verse 15. And the prayer of faith, again faith, 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 faith. And the prayer of faith will save the sick, so-so the sick. And the Lord will raise him up and if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. Luke chapter 8 verse 36. So also not only healing, make well, but also deliverance, kick demons out from people. Also use the same word, also or salvation. They also who had seen it told them, by what means he who had been demon possessed was also Deliverance also Salvation, Zozo. Luke chapter 8, verse 50. But when Jesus heard it, he answered him saying, Do not be afraid. Only believe, and she will be Zozo, made well. How many people want to be doing well? How many people want to be healthy? Strong. How many people want to be sick? I hope not. You want to be made well? You have salvation that come by faith through Jesus Christ. Thank God for the birth of Jesus. John chapter 11, verses 11 to 12. It's also not only about healing, deliverance, but also resurrection of death. Salvation of the death. And not only salvation, when Jesus raised Lazarus from the dead, he not only raised him from the dead and still stays sick, he cured his incurable disease that make him die. John chapter 11, verses 11 to 12. These things he said, and after that he said to them, Our friend Lazarus, sleep, but I go that I may wake him up. And then his disciples said, Lord, if he sleep, he will get well. Get well, Zoso, salvation. So when you heard the word salvation in English, you need to understand the scope that the word salvation cover every single need of your life. Financial need, physical need, emotional need, relationship need, parenting need. Salvation cover every need of your life. Everyone say every need. Everyone say, all provisions. Where is it in the Bible? Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 18. The word so-so is used here. And the Lord will deliver me from every evil work. What is evil? Sickness, disease, poverty, accident, broken home, broken relationship, humiliation, Defeat, failure, barrenness, anything bad, every evil. Everyone say every. Yeah. Evil work and preserve me. The word also preserve means keep us sound and good. So I'm going to stand in faith. 
This morning when I was driving to the church, I was talking to God. God, when I turn 100 years old, I'm still strong. Pastor Da said, are you sure you want to live to 100 years old? <laughs> I'm still strong. I still have good knees. I still can preach. My voice still loud. Because Zoso, through Jesus, I cannot exercise my faith. Preserve me for his heavenly kingdom. To him be glory forever and ever. Amen. Zoso include ongoing preservation and soundness and protection all the days of our life until the last day. You know, I'm teaching you all these things to educate you so that you know the scope of what Jesus did for you. Many Christians know only forgiveness of sin and not go to hell. Millions of Christians stop there and never know anything else more than just forgiveness of sin. Because they don't know, they don't understand, they cannot exercise faith. That's why so many people in the church get sick get poor, get ripped off, get stolen by the devil. They don't know that they can be preserved. They can be protected by God through what Jesus has done for them. I'm trying to educate my church here so that you know what belongs to you that comes through the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the final salvation happened at the time of our resurrection. One day, our body will be resurrected, and we're going to have a new body. You look so excited. Some of you sit. I'm so excited myself. One day I'm going to be resurrected. I'm going to have a new body. I'm going to live in heaven for eternity. No more sickness, no nothing. No more evil, zero evil for eternity. Now we are still living in a sinful world. We are still facing problem. Resurrection is the final work of salvation for our life. Everyone say every. Everyone say all provisions. First Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 23. Now, may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. You need to understand, in Christian life, there are two parts. God's part and your part. God wants to sanctify you, to make you clean, to keep you, to save you, to protect you. But you have to do your part. He did his part through Jesus already. And he continued to do that through Jesus by his justice. But we need to do our part. Number one, we need to be willing to be sanctified. Number two, we need to approach him by faith. Number three, we need to repent. We're going to learn this sermon. What is our part? To be sanctified, to receive salvation, or to receive Zoso from God. And may your whole spirit soul and body be preserved blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Zoso, salvation, include soul, spirit, and body, everything. Why don't you make your hand this way? My whole life receive salvation. My body, my soul, my spirit, my spirit have the right, have the right to, receive to receive salvation. Total human needs are met by what our Lord Jesus did for us 2,000 years ago. That's why when we celebrate Christmas, we don't just think about the baby in the manger. We think about the king of all kings. The Lord of all lords. He was raised from the dead. He is the almighty God. He is not in the tomb any longer. 
He's standing and sitting at the right hand of the Father. He is the great God named Jesus Christ. And by his sacrifice at the whipping post and at the cross, he bought Zoso salvation for you and me that cover every single need of our life. That's why we love him so much. That's why we live for him and we serve him. He is our savior. Yeshua, Hamakshi. Yeshua means savior. He is our savior. His name, Jesus, is savior. The Christ, the savior. Amen? Now, this is a reality of life. You need to understand that salvation includes, for example, He took our sins. He became sin so that we can become the righteousness of God through Christ Jesus. Salvation includes He died our death so that we can live a super abundant life and eternal life. At the cross, he endured rejection from the Father so that we might receive His acceptance. At the cross, Jesus endured poverty so that we can enjoy the abundance of God on this earth. At the cross, He suffered the shame. He was naked and He was hung in front of the eyes of people. He was at shame. So that we can receive the glory from the Lord. At the cross, he took our curse. So that we can have the blessing of Abraham. All these things cover everything in our life. All the needs in our life. But the reality is this. Not every single human being on earth enter into the whole salvation package still simultaneously this is a difficult word for me English simultaneously okay thank you forgive me I'm not American born and in one single transaction sometime when I prepare sermon I ask pastor what does this say and she say ask American member and I forget when I come to church I forget to ask so sometimes I struggle with the wording English wording not everybody get into the whole salvation package in one transaction. And it's God's sovereign decision. What is the step there? If you notice in the Bible, when Jesus came to people, most people get salvation by healing first. And then the forgiveness of sin later on. For me, my first step of salvation, I recognize I'm a sinner and I need God's forgiveness. Amen. And then down the road, God starts to save my marriage. Salvation in my family. We have a happy marriage. Pastor Dan and I, we love each other. I enjoy living with her. God saved my health. Now I'm healthy. All the sickness I have, gone. He healed me. God saved my finances. He blessed me financially. God saved me from accident. It's kind of step by step. God set me free from demon in 1997 when I went to a revival service and the fire of God touched me and demons come out of me. Salvation come step by step. The same thing to you. It's not one transaction. That's why I would just keep laying hand on the pastor in Virginia asked me, do you think I cast all the demon out of that woman? I said, I don't know. But one thing I know is that this lady, that new believer, need to go to church, get to the word of God, and get to the prayer line, and get lay hand on again and again, and get into the next step of salvation. Next step of salvation is the process. Salvation is a process in our life. Definitely the most important thing about salvation is forgiveness of sin so that you can go to heaven. But other parts like physical healing, prosperity, setting you free from sickness and from poverty, all this will be a process that you walk by faith. You enter into it by faith. Amen? 3 John verse 2 say, 3 John verse 2, Beloved, I pray that you more 
prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers. Before you can have salvation in other parts of your life, the first part is your soul, your spirit, need to be prosperous. That's why you need to build up your spirit. If your spirit is strong, you have so much faith, you have so much love, you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you are led by the Holy Spirit, you will not be easily cheated by people, you will not go in the wrong place and get into trouble and die sooner. God will speak to you, don't go there, go here, don't invest there, invest there. God will lead you because your spirit is so strong, your spirit prospers. How your spirit going to be prosper? You need to get into the Word of God and you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and repent every single day. Amen? Amen. This is just my introduction of this sermon. This is our introduction. So, so, I already ran out of my time. Just introduction. My purpose of this introduction is to, number one, help you to know the scope of salvation. Number two, you need to build that faith in every area of your salvation. Zozo. Three, that you will fall in love with Jesus more than before because He was the one who came into the world out of His throne in heaven into the worst time of the world history, the Roman Empire. He sacrificed. He suffered for you and me. He took all the evil consequences that you deserve because you break the law upon him. And he gave you the blessing, the good things, so that you can enjoy life and you can have salvation. Thank you, Jesus. I pray that you will love Jesus more than ever before after you hear this message. And you make a decision, I shall live for Jesus Christ from now on. I'm going to stay in salvation mode from here to here, from glory to glory to glory. I will do my part. God has done his part. Let me read one scripture and I will continue next Sunday. Philippians chapter 2, 12 to 13. Now it's my sermon. I just finished introduction. Therefore, because if I don't preach about that introduction, I talk about salvation, you don't know what we're talking about. Philippians 2, 12 to 13, Therefore, my beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, you obey God, whether in front of your pastor or behind the scene or at your house or in your bedroom, wherever. Work out your own salvation, Zozo, with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you, both to will and to do, for his good pleasure. Amen. So the first key to get salvation of every kind in your life, more and more and more, is that you need to work out your salvation. Everyone say, I need to work out. Not in the workout club though. This workout thing is free. You don't have to pay the membership fee for the workout club. Workout club, you need to go and lift weight. Is that right? And do the walking on the treadmill, whatever. You need to do something to build up your muscle. The same thing with your spiritual life. You need to work out. You need to do your part in order to gain more salvation. What do you do? Give you an example. Number one, go to church every Sunday. Don't miss church unless you get into emergency. Two, go to care group. Being in the fellowship. Because in the fellowship, you will be built up. Your faith will grow up more. You will learn more. Don't miss the fellowship. Three, read the Bible, study the Bible. Work out your salvation. All this you need to spend time. Amen? Amen. Go to the prayer line. You serve God. When God calls you to do something, don't say no. Because when you obey the Lord, 
Pastor Dad like to quote this scripture. I read to you. Malachi, why serve God? Malachi chapter three. You work out your salvation. I work out my salvation. I serve the Lord. I live for God. Malachi chapter three say, in verse thirteen on. Your words have been harsh against me, say the Lord. Yet you say, what have we spoken against you? Some Christians are like that. They just argue with God. They just give all the excuses and speak against the word of God, and God was not very happy. You have said, "It is useless to serve God." What profit is it that we have kept His ordinance? His ordinance in this scripture, the context is about tithing and offering, but also serve the Lord. He said, "What you is useless to tithe, useless to give to God, useless to serve God." God was not happy with them. Because they argue with God, and that we have walked as mourners before the Lord of hosts. So now we call the proud blessed, for those who do wickedness are raised up; they even tempt God and go free. Then those who fear the Lord and the Lord listened and heard them. So a book of remembrance was for those who fear the Lord and who meditate on His name. They shall be mine," say the Lord of hosts. One day, that I make them my Jews, and I will spare them, spare those who serve God, spare those who fear God. Protection, His own Son who served Him. Then you shall again discern between the righteous and the wicked, between one who served God and one who does not serve Him. You will see the difference between those who faithfully serve God in the long run, and those who say, "I don't tithe, I don't give, I don't serve God, I don't care, I'm going to do my own way." Eventually, you will see the difference between the two kinds of Christians or believers. Work out your salvation. Amen. Go to church, serve God, worship God, read the Bible, study the Bible, be a good employee of your workplace. Don't cheat taxes. Work out your salvation. You do everything that pleases God. Make God happy. Fear the Lord. You fear God. Every single day, I tell you, I'm a doctor. I've seen so many sicknesses, so many terrible things in the hospital. People died. People got diagnosed with bad diseases, and the doctor couldn't do anything. I tell you, I told my wife all the time, I am a man who fear God so much because I don't want to get into those problems myself. I work out my salvation. I don't want to sin against God. If God tell me right, I turn right. God tell me turn left, I turn left. I'm gonna obey God. I'm gonna work out my salvation by obeying God and live my life to please my God. I fear God. Amen. You do your part. The Bible say, Hosea chapter four verse six. My people are destroyed. For the lack of knowledge, in order to work out your salvation, you need to know the Bible. What the Bible teaches you to do. That's my job, to teach you every Sunday, what to do with your life. I like to teach practical things, because I think it's important to work out your salvation. You need to know the practical principle of the Bible, so that you can put into practice every single day. Amen. How many people say I want the total provision or package of salvation? Raise your hand up. Do you like it? Total package. Okay. So, what is the first step to receive salvation? Work out my salvation. Everyone say, I do my part. I fear the Lord. I obey the Lord. I commit myself to the Lord. Amen. We're going to learn more keys next Sunday. How to get the whole, total part of salvation. I teach this from my own personal experience. 
how to receive the total package of salvation from the Lord. Unfortunately, many Christians don't do it, and they don't get the whole package, and they have a comment called "no fault religion." Have you ever heard that? No fault religion means every bad thing that happened to me is not my fault; it's God's fault. No fault religion. No, you do your part. Don't blame God. Don't blame your husband. Don't blame your wife. Don't blame your pastor. Don't blame the church. You do your part. You work out your salvation. You are responsible for your own decision, your own action, everything you make decision your own self. There is no such thing, no fault religion. You are responsible for your own action and your own attitude and your own decision. Amen. Sound like everyone is so happy to hear this. <laughs> everyone want to hear the no fault religion around here. God is so gracious. I heard some preachers say, "God is so gracious." You know, you can do whatever you want. You can cheat. You can kill. You can commit adultery. It's okay. The grace of God will cover you. It's a false teaching. Don't listen to those preachers. It's a lie of hell to get you into trouble. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Start to preach now. Amen. Father, we thank you so much for showing us from scriptures the meanings of Zoso and what the Lord Jesus, the one we celebrate Christmas together, has done for us at the whipping post and at the cross. Lord, wake all of us up, Lord. Help us. To see the reality of the gospel and the love of God, help us, Holy Spirit, to love Jesus, to fear the Lord, and to work out our salvation, Lord, every day. We will do our part, Father. You did your part by sending your Son, Jesus Christ, into the world. And he went to the cross, even though he did not have to. And Lord Jesus, you say it is finished, it's done. You did your part already, but now we're gonna learn how to do our part, Lord. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us today. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name. Of Jesus, we believe we all will experience the total package of salvation or the provision of the Lord in the physical realm, in the spiritual well-being, in the emotional well-being, financial situation. You are the God who restore the years that the locusts have eaten. Father, those who lost something in their life in the past years, Lord, I believe you forgive them, that they may not listen to you enough. They may have lost their relationship, their finances, but you promise in the Bible, Lord, that you shall restore the years that the devil have eaten the things in their life. Turn it around, Father, and help them to enter into the fullness of Zoso in their life. Thank you, Father, in the wonderful name of Yeshua Hamakshik. Amen. Amen. If you don't know Jesus, or you're not sure that you have treated Jesus as your Lord and your Savior. Sometimes people say I'm a Christian, but they don't treat Jesus as their Lord yet. Jesus is their just Savior. I would like to encourage you to confess with me right now that Jesus is our Lord. Amen. Let's confess together. Let's stand up.
Father in heaven, thank you so much for sending your Son, Jesus Christ, into this world to show us who you are, to be a good example to us, and to go to the cross to save me from the evil consequences. Of rebellion. Thank you, Lord. The Lord Jesus is not in the tomb. He was raised from the dead. He is my Lord and my King. I shall obey Him. I shall repent of my sin every day. I shall serve the Lord, my God. Lord Jesus, whatever you tell me to do, whatever you tell me to serve, I will step out by faith. I'm going to work out my salvation to do what you say. I will take action of my faith. I will be doers of the Word of God. Lord Jesus. I proclaim, I have only one God in my life. Money is not my God. The devil is not my God. Idols are not my God. My work is not my God. You are the only God. I have only one God in my life. The Father, the Son. And the Holy Spirit, the Trinity, one God, I shall serve you. In Jesus' name, Amen. Father, I believe by faith and your grace, our brother and sister in this house, and those who are watching in the live stream right now. Shall experience more and more level of salvation in their life, in every aspect of their life. The total human being, total humanity, experience salvation, miracles. If they are sick, the sickness has to go. By the stripe of Jesus, they are in financial trouble. Jesus became poor so that they might be rich. If they live in rejection, insecurity, heal them from that insecure feeling, because they are accepted by you, Lord, so that they can rise up and love other people. Father, we believe the curses in your people's life, demons in their life, must go. Get out of their life right now. No more curse in their life, in my life. The curses of the law, the generational curses, must go. In the name of Jesus, we use authority of the believer to command demons and stealer and robber and destroyer. Killer to live our life, our kids, our home, in the name of Jesus, right now. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many people believe we're going to enter into the full salvation? Full salvation. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have some prophecy. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. My people, the battle belongs to the Lord. My people, the battle belongs.
forth Go boldly and be my people The battle belongs to me My people The Lord wants to encourage you today The battle belongs to him There is no problem that's too big. There is no problem or plan that is too small. For he is the Lord. He is the great God. He is the awesome God. He is the mighty God. He is the powerful one. He is the one that goes before his people to fight their battle. And they shall you. Lord Jesus. His mercy surrounds you. His goodness surrounds you. And His word, it surrounds you. Go forth, my people. Go forth, my love. Go forth. Go forth and tell my song. Go forth. Go forth. For Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If some of you have any area of your life that you need salvation, we're going to agree together for victory to get that salvation in that area of your life. If you are those people, come out to the front here. If you need to go understand, we're going to agree and pray together for our salvation in those areas of your life. Yes, Lord. You think of Christmas Day and what it really means. You we hope this message has brought you joy and peace this Christmas season. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. And Merry Christmas.
the birth of Christ the King.